Flippity Flappity Flu, and welcome to No Borders. We're your hosts, Gerald, Mark, and Stephen. And today we're going to talk about what, what actually will happen to Xavier and Forbes, because we are coming closer and closer to Dot at Maui, but what will happen with all the other Xavier bits? Is it just a rename? Or, I don't know, what will happen? We'll find out in this episode. <music> But as always, before we dive into the main event of today, which is, I don't have to remind you because there was only an intro between it, but I'll still tell it anyway. What will happen to Xamarin Forms? We are going to talk a little bit about some news, which also has to do with Xamarin Forms and also with .NET MAUI, because we released um, preview versions of the .NET MAUI community toolkit and also the Xamarin community toolkit, um, which is MAUI compatible. So, Mark, do you know anything about this? This is kind of like the reverse thing, because, but I'm... The interviewer here today, and I'm asking you while well, you should be asking me. But anyway, what do you know about it? Well, it's awesome news, right? I mean, so we have the Xamarin Community Toolkit now compatible with Maui. That's about, yes. that's my, I mean, I've seen that's... the news headline. <laughs> Thank you very much for asking me. Uh, I think our good friend Brandon Minnick had something to do with it. At least that was in the headlines. So, Gerald. What am I missing out on so far? Oh, thank you. Thank you. It's so very nice for you to ask me. Um, yeah, so um, Brandon has created, written two wonderful blog posts with all the details. We'll link them in the show notes. Um, but yeah, what basically happened is that we released a preview version of the .NET MAUI community toolkit, which is kind of like the .NET MAUI native version, um, which, which you know, we're going to work on it. We're going to add everything to that as well. Um, well, actually, while saying that, we're not going to actually just add anything in there because now we're working together with the Windows Community Toolkit and we have to find out where there is any overlap. So, um, of course, the goal is to not take anything away from anyone um, uh, while transitioning into this new toolkit, but some things might need to go into a different place. Uh, but for the Xamarin Community Toolkit, Maui Compat version is how we call it, um, which is basically everything exactly the way it is in the Xamarin Community Toolkit uh, today. But now suddenly it's compatible with um, .NET Maui. So this uses kind of like the compatibility layer that um, .NET Maui has implemented as well so that you can still use your custom renders and whatnot. So we're kind of, you know, um, um, benefiting from that as well by just saying, hey, we want to use this renderer things and still be able to leverage all the things in the Xamarin Community Toolkit. Uh, but we still need to release a kind of special version because a lot of the namespaces and all the things change that we still need to implement. So um, from now on, we basically have three versions, the Xamarin Community Toolkit, where we kind of stop adding new features. Um, so, you know, we're going to have stability fixes and bug fixes and that kind of stuff. We're going to have the Maui Compat version, which is going to completely mirror all the things that are going on in the regular Xamarin Community Toolkit. And then we have the .NET Maui Community Toolkit, where all the new things are going to happen and which is going to be, you know, um, really about .NET Maui. So that is, in a nutshell, everything there is you need to know. Yeah, so basically the, the Compat version is something that we're... Well, for who is it? I mean, is it if if I'm porting my app to .NET Maui, then I should probably start fresh and clean and use the Maui version, or should I already? Where where does this in between compat version 
Yeah, really good question. Really good question. See, now we're now we're getting there. Um, this wasn't prepared, so this is this is really good. Um, yeah, so the, the kind of like if you were, uh, you know, what's going to happen is that .NET Mao is going to come, but maybe depending on if you work for a company and what the budgets are or the time constraints are or I don't know all the other things that you want to consider, um, you might not have the time to kind of rewrite or convert your whole app to. .NET MAUI from day one, right? So, I mean, we're on the cutting edge here and we are, you know, um, seeing all the latest developments and we are able to just jump on it. But if you are working in a company and, um, you know, you have to support a lot of customers so you can't just um, jump onto this hot new thing um, just because it's hot and new. So, you know, for the in-between version, if you want to slowly prog uh, progress or tr convert into .NET MAUI, then... Um, um, this Xamarin Community Toolkit version might be something for you where you can make not too many changes on that front. Um, and also, like, you know, um, I don't know how it's going to go. Of course, we want to have it all done as soon as possible, but also for the .NET uh, MAUI kind of native version, we don't know how it's going to go. Um, so maybe that will be sometime in the future before we have it all done and, and sealed and have found a place for everything that's in there. Um, or maybe we have to make the tough decision that um, there is something that we cannot find a place for, so we have to cut it out of the toolkit. Um, in that case, you can always fall back on the kind of Xamarin Community Toolkit MAUI Compat version, um, where you still have everything that you're used to, nothing is taken away from you, but it will give you a little bit of more time to convert your app to .NET MAUI or you know any scenario that you can think of, basically. But if you have the possibility to start your uh, mobile application and you can do it with .NET MAUI, um, then definitely, you know, .NET MAUI um, Community Toolkit is the right choice for you. Um, everything in more detail is outlined in the blog post, but that was a really good question. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. That, but now, now that we have the really good question, before we segue into the main topic of today, I still have a another very good horrible question i wanted to say another very good question and then make air quotes it's which not can it's see. not a good question if you have to say about yourself it's a good question mark question mark. point ah, point made nice. point made what about the logo <laughs> is that is that the final one ah. of the blog post so is that like a, a preview version oh <laughs> well that's a good question I, I don't know actually so what we did um like i said we are combining forces with the windows community toolkit who is now known as community toolkit.windows um, and they already they this is their official logo so basically what we said is okay we're just gonna take this um, and use that for now um i'm not sure you know if it's desirable to um, branch of that and go with something else uh, because, you know, we also want to be a little bit of a uniform solution now. Uh, but for now, you're just stuck with the briefcase, Mark. That's it. With the beautiful briefcase. Okay. The beautiful briefcase. Okay. Yeah. Um, so now we've already talked about the big, big future of Xamarin Forms, namely Don and Maui. So it's about time that we talk about what is going to happen with Xamarin, Xamarin Forms, and all the things. Um, I think at different points in time, we've already talked about what is .NET MAUI, what is happening. There is a new preview out, all these new bits, blah, blah, blah. Um, so, but just once more, .NET MAUI, um, who can just recap for me what that's all about? Well, Gerald, thank you very much for asking. And uh, yeah, I mean, if, if you're new to the show, so MAUI.NET, it's an evolution. That's how it's been called by Microsoft. So it's not something radically different than Xamarin Forms has been. It's just the next version of Xamarin Forms, uh, which has got some 
has got some changes below. And I think a lot of people are quite scared if there are any radical changes that are coming along. What's your take on this, Steve? Yeah, so there's uh, there's quite some, actually. Um, I think the, the main one, if you are very into the cross-platform stuff, is the, uh, well, I wouldn't call it demise, but the renderers might be gone. Um, but you can still use them. Um, like like Gerald said, it's it's kind of this compatibility layer type thing in Xamarin forms to .NET MAUI as well. Um, so you can still use your custom renders, but they will be replaced by a different infrastructure, um, which is the handler's infrastructure, which makes it, well, there's a few goals here and I probably won't dive too deep into them, but it's mainly performance related. Um, also related to tight coupling that's currently going on in Xamarin forums and some, some improvements as well on the, on the, well, simplicity, I guess, uh, side of things. And also one of the other improvements is in the, in the startup area, um, where typically you would have your app.cs, you would have your platform specific app delegate and all those different startup classes. You still have those as well. Um, but the actual startup experience from shared code is improved by adopting the, I think they call it the .NET generic host, um, which is kind of what you already see in console apps in .NET Core these days, or in, I think also an ASP.NET Core website where you have this startup.cs, um, where you can configure all kinds of methods onto a builder. Um, and that, that same kind of model is also now accepted for .NET MAUI, obviously, because it's going into .NET 6. Um, so it, it kind of makes sense that that adoption is, is coming. But that changes the way you register your renders, um, do platform specific stuff real quick, all that kind of stuff. So yeah, there are some changes in paradigms. Yeah, but the really cool thing is is that um, while these are big changes, that for the the end user, um, the changes aren't that big. It's still the XAML, it's still the same objects, it's still the same C sharp that you can write because um, with you know the the exceptions left and right, uh, not the not the runtime exceptions. Don't worry. Um, but with some exceptions of breaking changes, but uh, basically all the stuff that you have in Xamarin Forms right now, you can just copy and paste into .NET MAUI um, with some different namespaces and everything will work as you expect them to do um, from Xamarin Forms. That's kind of the goal for the first version. Uh, but of course, under the hood with all the new architecture to the handlers and um, startup performance and, and all the learnings basically from um, seven or eight years Xamarin Forms are now taken and put into .NET MAUI. And with that said, you know, you can also still do MVVM. Um, one of the things like I, I, I'm mentioning here basically is that we want to aim for everything that is in Xamarin Forms. But later on, I think a, a lot of people are also excited for like the, the MVU pattern. If, if you know what that means, it's kind of like a different design pattern to structure your code. Um, that is something that's definitely still uh, looked into. But for the first version, the goal is to make uh, feature parity with Xamarin Forms. And from there, we have all the tools to evolve to um, more beautiful, um, uh, more additions to this this framework. Um, now, you know, um, also for uh, we've already talked about the Xamarin Community Toolkit, the .NET MAUI Community Toolkit. So, 
we had to make changes and there's a lot, a lot, a lot of useful libraries out there and a lot of uh, useful, <laughs> they're very useful, um, library maintainers who actually maintain those libraries. Um, so, you know, they also have to, depending on what parts of Xamarin Forms they're using, Mark, they, they also have to adjust some things here and there, I guess. Yeah, I mean, Stephen went into some of these in, in some detail. And uh, so, I mean, there are some structural changes that will be coming along with Maui. And what I really like right now is that the changes, they have a bit of an impact on the developer, but mainly it's just like the who moved my cheese kind of stuff. You don't have to learn anything revolutionary new. So there are some differences in the rendering. So how if you made a lot of custom controls that you then presented into Xamarin Forms, there will be a compat way how you can offer these things when Maui comes along at the beginning. But if you really want to uh, use this uh, new rendering uh, that Maui is using right now. So if you really want to leverage the, the new ways that the handlers work, you probably will have to rewrite those pieces. And that can be quite a bit of work, I imagine. Uh, so that, that's maybe one area where you will be uh, impacted. Another one is just uh, like lifecycle events in general. So there have been some changes around there and probably also some other stumbling things or some rewrites that the team has made. I mean, they have learned some stuff while writing Xamarin Forms. And yeah, uh, I, I guess there will be some changes there. So that will be interesting to see um, for for some, well, interesting in air quotes, for some library maintainers uh, in what they will have to adopt and change to become compatible with Maui. It's like you say, the, the, the kind of like the visual part, the controls, that's actually the hard part because they have to transition from like the um, renderers to the handlers. Um, for the other stuff, you know, like I mentioned before, um, also for converting your app, that goes kind of the same for um, the libraries. Um, it should be mostly changing namespaces, hopefully. Uh, for like we have the C sharp for markup extensions for for example, um, those just you know they just use Xamarin Forms components already there, so no renders or any hard stuff like that. Um, so you know they I don't think we needed to make any changes there besides you know just changing the CS proj structure or or some of the namespaces. So that was quite easy to convert actually. Okay, so that is a lot about the changes that are going to change actually. Um, right now we are on Xamarin Forms version five, um, but I guess there will still be some support for that. I hope. Yes, uh, so Xamarin Forms 5, the, the last, the final version of Xamarin Forms. Uh, the best version of Xamarin Forms version ever created. Ever created. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so most of my mobile apps are currently using Xamarin Forms 5. Uh, still got some legacy ones that we haven't migrated yet uh, for various reasons, as you just named them before. Budgets, other things going on, they're still working. So yeah, but uh, so Xamarin Forms 5, I think it's supported still for a good year. Um, at least it's still going on. It still gets bug fixes. So if you have any issues going on with Xamarin Forms 5 and you find an issue in a control, you can you can file a, a issue on GitHub. You can even make a PR uh, once it's been triaged by the team and then uh, it will be merged in. And there are even some updates still happening. So these bug fixes, they will be rolled out to users. And uh, yeah. But don't expect any new features to be added right now by the team because they seem to be quite busy with uh, bringing out the goodness of Maui. And yeah, I mean, for, for me personally, I, I just, the last, the, a couple of days ago, I, I thought I found a bug in Xamarin Forms. Uh, going a bit on a tangent here, but um, 
it turns out that uh, what one thing you should never do and is a blame a framework if it's your own fault. And in my case, it was running some code on a different thread than the UI thread. And fun coincidence, sometimes it worked, sometimes it, it just blew up in my face. And I guess that just really depended on uh, if the task pool scheduler thought it should run it in a different task than the main thread thing, which which can happen sometimes. So yeah, um, that's that's like the number one issue I seem to be finding in some of the apps that I'm maintaining that someone forgot to switch back to the main thread. And then suddenly you are presented with a really nice page of a Java handler exception thing or some native iOS thing that just said, it, it sound, it, it's got like the smell that some framework thing just went wrong. But in the end, you were just running on the wrong task. So yeah, <laughs> a little, little thing there that just happened the other day. So no, no issue created by me there. Um, oh, phew. yeah, yeah that, that would have been, um, yeah, not, yeah, like, that would have been quite uh, shameful on my end to then be pointed out <laughs> into that direction. But yeah, caught it, caught it before that. Uh, another thing that, that, uh, I, I've been asking myself is, so there are new betas going out for iOS and, and Android right now, and they should be released later this year. Will, will they still be supported with Xerian forms five? <laughs> So it's it's interesting that you bring that up today. Um, uh, earlier today, I there was an issue opened um, um, uh, mentioning that they were running the app on iOS 15, uh, the beta, um, and but they were using Xamarin Forms 2.5. <laughs> um, the I checked the last version was released in April 2018 mm. of 2.5. Um, and they were wondering why it didn't work. I said, I'm very sorry, but I'm going to close this one um, because I can't support a version that came out more than three years ago um, and get that running on a OS version that is coming out today. Um, so very sorry about that. I wish I had a different answer, but um, you know, I'm, I'm not trying to laugh at this person, um, but I, I find it a bit comical that you would want still support for um, something from so long ago. And I'm really curious. I did ask, I hope I'll get an answer to why they're still using uh, 2.5 because that seems uh, a bit odd as well. Uh, but anyway, yeah. So like you said, Mark, um, there is still going to be support for a long time. Uh, you mentioned one year. It's going to be definitely one year from the time that .NET MAUI goes to GA, right? So um, when that happens, there's still one more year. Um, so it's not exactly set in stone. Um, some things might still happen. Um, and yeah, it will get bug fixes. It will get service releases. In fact, I I don't know if we mentioned it explicitly on this podcast, but I'm back on the team Ooh. and I've made it my mission to lead the service releases. So um, I'm actually at the time of recording again. So it will be out by the time you're hearing this. Um, the service release will be um, released this week. And from there, I'm aiming to do one every month. Um, so I, it's, it's me, and I'm making sure that I get another one from the team. It might be rotating who that is um, to be there with me, um, go through the PRs, go through the issues that are most pressing for the users, um, and push out those service releases. So um, I'm not sure if I should be mentioning that this explicitly because I've been doing it in some issues where people were rightfully commenting on our, um, you know, service release schedule and, and those kinds of things. Um, so I'm interacting with them. And that, of course, attracts more people who are now saying, 
But this issue is important too, and, and this one too. And there's now 3,000 open issues on the Examined Forms repo. So um, I think there is about 3,000 issues that are very important right now. Um, but of course, you know, that's not going to happen. We can't fix it all, although I'd love to do it. That's not realistic. Um, but I'm trying to manage all of those and, of course, make um, the most people as happy as I can um, while pushing these service releases out. So, yeah, there's there's definitely some still uh, some stuff going on there while .NET MAUI is um, being um, scaffolded as well. Um, so, I, but I think Stephen already mentioned a lot of good things here. Um, what, why, what are some of the reasons basically that you want to upgrade to .NET MAUI from Xamarin Forms? Why should we even want this? What, what is the reason that we're even rebuilding this? Let me give you some more reasons. Yes. Yes, because another one that I find very cool is the tooling which is improving as well. Um, obviously, it'll have all the things that you know and love, like hot reload. And so besides normal hot reload, I believe also the actual code hot reload will be coming. I personally haven't done a lot with that yet. Uh, obviously, it's not out yet, but um, I think it's coming and it, it's going to be pretty cool. And the other one that I, I have seen about is the single project where you have one shared project that'll allow you to have all sorts of resources in a cross-platform fashion. Right now, something like images, for example, you have to add them in XHDPI, MHDPI, I don't know, whatever DPI no, is Android Please don't get needs. me started on that. Um, Please don't. The add to 3, 3.5, 3.14, 3.86 DPI, I, I don't know. Um, there's a lot, and I... I would love to get rid of it. And single project promises to at least rid us of that, um, which is kind of cool. I I must uh, agree. So for me, like .NET MAUI, I mean, I, well, I'm sure .NET MAUI is really cool right now. A lot of the shiny things that I'm looking at are have a lot to do with tooling, like the single project thing. I think it will make it a lot easier to get started when you come to mobile. It will remove so much friction when developing native stuff or having to set up the tooling properly. And so, so I'm really looking forward to that. And and another thing is like, I think the, uh, the when I look at the architecture that's coming along, like with Maui, uh, a lot of things that are addressed there, there are like knowledge gained when during Xamarin Forms developments. And I'm not talking here about my knowledge that I've gained during Xamarin Forms development, but the actual uh, Xamarin Forms team, uh, they have seen some things uh, out in the wild and some things that they were not really happy about. And now they're trying to adopt it. And I think the first version of MAUI will be uh, like mainly on feature parity with Xamarin Forms. There are some goodies being brought in there, but not all that many. But I think the foundation that they now lay uh, and what will be coming then in the future, that will be like the really cool stuff that I'm looking forward to, like MAUI uh, 2. I think we'll have a, a lot of new cool features also brought in. So right now it's a, it's a lot with stability and laying the foundations. And I think it's really cool being done. And also uni the unification uh, aspect that is right now uh, uh, being, being presented like that. You have like one way how you can write your native apps uh, using C-sharp. Uh, there are still the other options. They're not going away. But for me, it's, it's always cool to have like that one way how I can write an app and then I can reuse that approach uh, on different platforms. And with MAUI, the focus will not only be on mobile, as it was with Xamarin Forms for Android and iOS, but I can also write uh, apps for a desktop, like uh, on macOS. So that's 
I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I don't know how many macOS apps I'll be ending up writing, but having the possibility there, I, I'm looking forward to that. And also with the, I said it the last time, I'm a fan of it, writing hybrid.NET apps. I, I think that's, I think that could become a thing. So definitely also looking forward to that. And I think what was mentioned before by Stephen with like the, the, the generic host or whatever they call those things, um, you know, that is really going to help also with developers coming from other sides of the .NET um, ecosystem to maybe move over to .NET MAUI. Uh, there were some uh, interesting t- discussions on Twitter or I don't know, I have too many communication channels, uh, but I've interacted with someone uh, where it was said like, hey, but there is still going to be so much stuff that you need to know about mobile applications. Maybe we've said it here in another episode as well. Um, but, you know, everything that we can do to make that friction less, basically, to get you into mobile development, um, if that is on the side of C-sharp and the concepts of dependency injection, if we can unify that, uh, so you just have to learn it once and you can apply it to um, everywhere in the .NET ecosystem, basically, then that will already help because that person was definitely right. I mean, you have to learn so much about uh, mobile platforms um, if you are going to start with mobile development. That I don't think that's ever going to go away. It will help that we have now the single project, um, that we have the, the the image handling, so you don't need to worry about all those sizes anymore. Um, but, but like you said, Mark, um, you will be presented with stack traces that have references to Java or Objective-C or whatnot. And uh, it's super helpful to know at least a little bit about what's going on underneath um, the the whole dot and Maui layer. So you can um, at least debug if it's some mistake that you are making, Mark, with not running something on the primary thread. Or maybe something is happening in the framework. I mean, that definitely happens as well. Uh, But yeah, I I think those kind of things seem maybe small, small features, but I think they are going to really help with the adoption of this. And a lot of people already are giving feedback that they really, really like where that is going. So that is pretty nice. Um, Okay, lots of good stuff. Um, Like I said, we already had a couple of episodes about new preview here, new preview there. I will link... Um, a couple of the videos in the show notes so you can check out what is the latest and greatest small plug here for my YouTube channel. Go subscribe now. Um, but when should we start developing with .NET MAUI? There are a couple of previews out already of .NET MAUI, uh, previews of Visual Studio 2022 that you actually need. Um, the, what did, should I look into it right now? Right now? Yes. Yes. Yeah, just leave okay. the booth. I think it's worth exploring. Hmm. I, I would agree with Stephen. I think it's uh, right now. It's uh, it's a good thing to maybe start exploring. Uh, we will put the link in the show notes where you can see which features are actually right now already released. Be sure if you check that now, you might want to check again in a couple of days or weeks because the team is actually still working on these things. So stuff that isn't yet in that release might be coming out just five minutes after you looked at those notes. Just just saying. I mean, stuff uh, stuff is coming hot off the press right now. Uh, but I think it's uh, you can get maybe a view like how far is is Maui in certain bits. You can play around with it. Maybe you got a development stack. Maybe you're, you are always using the same kind of libraries that you know and love. Uh, you might want to give them a check. Uh, some of them might already have Maui preview bits, and you might run into some issues. And maybe those teams will be happy to know that you have actually found 
a, a new issue, uh, please always provide a reproducible case for that, obviously. Uh, will make the error finding a lot easier. And just check that you're on the right thread. Yeah, just putting it there once more for me, just for me, you know, when I listen to this pod. Uh, but yeah, I think those are the, the things that uh, are right now up to do. I wouldn't start today with a new app that has to be released in the store. For that, I think Xamarin Forms is still there and there will be a migration path. I mean, you heard it with the uh, Xamarin Forms Community Toolkit. Uh, there is a migration path for that. And there will also be migration paths for your app that you start today. And depending on how much effort you want to invest, there are different ways how you can do that. So, Gerald, you mentioned the Compat version. So I, I'm guessing I can use that same approach also for my huge enterprise apps. It's interesting that you bring that up. Um, so for the Xamarin Community Toolkit Maui Compat version, we are not only converting the whole thing, um, but we are also documenting kind of the things that we are doing. Uh, for some piece, we're automating it. So there is some bash script in there. There is some uh, other steps that we take, some manual work maybe in there. But uh, yeah, so some might apply to your library if you're a library maintainer listening to this. Uh, other things might not apply to us, but might apply to your library. So, you know, it's definitely not a definitive list of this is how you should convert your thing. Um, but, you know, it's definitely a list that, again, I will link in the show notes. There will be a lot of show notes for this uh, episode. Um, so you can read through that and maybe see like, hey, okay, this is the amount of work that I can expect for a library um, of, you know, some size. And for your actual like app, your enterprise app or the app that you might have lying around now. Um, yeah, it's, it's, I can't just, I'm, I'm going to repeat myself here. Hopefully, you know, it, it all depends kind of like how many custom renders you're using. Using. And also there, um, if you're using those, you can just um, use that compatibility layer and still keep using those renderers if you don't have time to rewrite your whole app. Um, but like at the very core, it's changing your CS prod, changing the namespaces, and everything should run. Um, in real life, that's not going to happen. There's definitely manual work that you are going to need to do, um, be it custom renders that you have to rewrite to handlers or be it some bug or some strange behavior that is still a little bit different between Don and Maui Xamarin forms that you have to figure out or that breaking change because we renamed the property. Um, so there's definitely some things that you are going to have to do. Uh, now, for instance, for the really tedious things, uh, renaming all the namespaces and changing your CS proj, uh, go look at the upgrade assistant. The upgrade assistant is a tool that allows you to easily upgrade between .NET versions. Um, so as you can hear, I'm talking about this in more generic .NET terms um, because I think this tool will help you upgrade from maybe even .NET Core to .NET 5 to .NET 6. Uh, I'm not really sure about this one, uh, but at least what I'm very sure about is that it's not only for Xamarin Forms to .NET MAUI, but also for other um, upgrade scenarios. But it will definitely also support the Xamarin Forms to .NET MAUI. Um, and it will take out of your hands all these tasks that you don't want to do yourself, like renaming the namespaces. And it will also, I think, even up to the level where it will detect um, the libraries that you might be using and say, hey, this might not be compatible yet. Um, so it might not be wise to do the conversion right now because the libraries aren't ready yet. Uh, because that is also a thing that you need to have in mind, right? If you want to go down the transition path today, um, is that all the libraries, all the third-party libraries that you're using, they have to be ready. If they're not, then you know you're stuck. Um, so you can't go upgrading 
um, until they do or unless you the bits that you're using from that library that you have to maybe rewrite it yourself in your application there's of course always a solution depending on how much money or time you can spend on it um yeah i think that is kind of where we're at with um when we want to look into it and how the conversion is expected to go and i think the thing is always to remember i mean even if don maui would be released tomorrow which it will not be but uh, you will still have time to migrate uh, over to Maui. I mean, Xarin Forms will still get support for a year. So you are not pressured into updating within like two weeks or, or whatever. And uh, the latest uh, iOS and Android versions, they will be supported with Xarin Forms 5. Uh, so that once that come out this fall, you, you will be able to run your Xarin Forms 5 apps on them. And so you, you got some time. I think uh, that's... Uh, one message you can you can take away from here and with that gerald I, I think i'll hand it over to you yes well i think we wrapped up most of this stuff right here um so you know uh just keep in mind this is still preview bits if you're going to play around with it today um new things are coming out every month at least and sometimes even on a daily or weekly basis so um keep your eye for the latest um and greatest on the .NET Maui repository, the, the Microsoft blog posts uh, where news is coming in as well, uh, the Twitter handles from all of us or, you know, the other .NET Maui team members as well. Um, and you will be updated on all the latest changes right there. And I think with that, we have wrapped up this episode with what is going to happen with Xamarin Forms. I hope in all the stuff, I realize now that we've talked a lot about .NET Maui um, and all kinds of things, but I hope you also answered what is going to happen with Xamarin and Xamarin Forms. Have you already played with .NET Maui a little bit? What are your experiences? Please let us know on Twitter at nullpointers.io. You can also send it in DMs if you're a little bit ashamed that you might not have played with .NET Maui already, or you know you want to prioritize that bug in Xamarin Forms. Then please send a Twitter notification to slash dev slash null, and I will never get to it. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast app. Stay safe, and until next week on Null Pointers. Mm-hmm.